Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Good evening and welcome to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry. And, of course, the CHS Coaches Show can be heard every Monday night from a little after 6 o'clock until 6.45 to the end of the football season. Then every other week beginning in January to the end of the school year. And, of course, the CHS Coaches Show is brought to you in part by Gulf America Wild Rope, Romero's Power Sports, Sestia Wealth Management, The Landscape Ranch, Freeman's Furniture, Allstate Credit, Ornar Glass, Hennigan Team Dentistry, the UPS Store, Catholic High School, Muslim Patu Integrity Rentals, B&L Engine Repair, Gulf Marine, Action Specialties, HMC's Farms and Senate Campaign, uh, Dr. Seth Rosenswig's Group, uh, EP Bro, United Fire and Safety, Swing Insurance, Stepco Products, uh, Colder CPAs, HIS Fire and Safety, and Musso uh, Investment Group. And with that, uh, Coach, uh, welcome to the show. And, uh, you know, a lot going on at Catholic High right now. Of course, you got a big game this week. You had one last week. And uh, for our people who weren't able to see the game, our listening uh, audience, uh, could you give us maybe a little synopsis of what happened last week with regards uh, in your game against uh, Vermilion Catholic? Yeah, um, we kind of got off. We kind of got off to a slow start. They uh, we received the opening kickoff. They onside kicked it. We recovered it. Um, our first, very first offensive play, we tried to run a little jet sweep and we turned, we fumbled the ball. Um, they recovered it right there. So they had a short field <clears throat> going back and um, they executed. They came out playing fast and and they drove down and scored their opening drive up seven nothing. Um, offensively stalled out again, but then our defense really picked things up um, for the rest of that first half and, and shut them down. Um, they didn't get go ahead and score again till the second half. Um, offensively, we kind of started getting things going. I know uh, Luke Landry had a little rushing touchdown uh, to finish off a drive from the two yard line uh, for our first score. And then uh, later on, the, later on in the second quarter, he had a 21 yard uh, vert fade pass to Joe LeBlanc in the end zone to uh, go up 14-7, and then uh, we kind of went to halftime with the lead. Then it came out in the second half. Um, VC kind of kind of took out took it took it to us in the second half. Um, we kind of started cramping up, and and you know that kind of kind of affected us in a bad way. Um, but you know VC they 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 they're well coached. Um, you know I was talking about up front D line some of their technique. They do some things really really good. Um, but they they competed for four quarters, um, and they kind of kind of moved the ball on us. Um, second half we. We kind of got two-minute drill, trying to go downfield. Um, our guys moved the ball. We had some some key plays that kind of hurt us. We had a fumble in the second half. I guess it was late third quarter, early fourth quarter, um, when the sc- score was still tied. Um, I guess it was right around the 50-yard line, kind of going into their territory where they, they, they recovered the ball. It was kind of a an iffy call, but either way, you know, I tell our guys, don't, don't, don't put it in the referee's hands, and that's exactly what we did, and they made the call, and they recovered it, and they ended up going down and scoring to take the lead right there. Um, and we got the ball backed up. We we didn't have a really good uh, kick return that time. We got backed up, and, and we ended up moving the ball a little bit, driving downfield. Um, ended up having a turnover on downs in in their territory, um, and then they busted one big play to kind of to kind of close the game out. Um, and you know our guys kept battling. Like I said, they they played for the all four quarters. You know we we were trying to drive that all the way to the very end. Um, you know our guys never gave up. They kept playing. Um, but you know, credit to credit to VC. That's a, a really good ball club. Coach Brock Prejean does a really good job with them, and um, you know they 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 battled and they um, earned that win. Anyway, uh, coach, you know, with that, uh, they also uh, 
pretty much uh, a pretty outstanding quarterback. Don't know how Dartez uh, might have affected the game last night, but uh, I think he's only a junior too. And uh, outstanding quarterback for that uh, Vermilion Catholic team. Yeah, he's just a junior. Um, he he's a special player. Uh, you know, he he makes <clears throat> he makes some really good plays with his feet. Throws the ball pretty well. He, he he's I would say he's probably a better runner than thrower. Um, but he he's very very well very does a very good job of either way um throwing the ball but we had a tough time containing him um he made some big plays big third down runs things like that um you know that was a big part of it we didn't do a great job of getting off the field on third downs defensively um we had some some penalties that kind of hurt us that once again watching on the film saturday i was ready to kind of tear into our guys for some of those calls some of those plays but um they were pretty pretty questionable calls if, if in my opinion um but no he he's made some great plays he made some great throws throughout the night um and you know he he's one heck of a ball player. I, I enjoy watching that kid play. Um, I'd rather not watch him play against us too too much anymore. But uh, but you know he he's fun to watch. He's a good player. Um, seems like a great young man. Um, you know a great leader. The, the right kind of right kind of player. And uh, by the way, uh, too with uh, in that game last Friday night, uh, of course as you mentioned, uh, they jumped out uh, to a seven nothing lead, and Catholic High came back with two unanswered touchdowns, and uh, were up fourteen to seven, and. Uh, as we were talking off the air before we came on, that uh, a couple turnovers uh, was that in the second half that kind of stymied you a little bit and gave them some not necessarily short field, but they were in the uh, cross of in your territory. I think. Well, one of them, one of them was in the second half. The first one was the very first offensive play of the game for us. Oh, we wow. turned it over. Um, Is that how they scored their first touchdown? No, they they ended up driving down and scoring right after that. Um, okay, they, they recovered it, mustn't around the forty yard line. Um, so they were already on our side of the field, and they drove down a short field um, and, and put it in. But like I said, our defense picked it up after that. But, no, the second turnover was, was, a, was, a, was a really painful one for us. Um, we were tied 14-14 at the time. We were, we were moving the ball, driving. We ended up, you know, getting a, a little short pass. And uh, whether it was ever caught or not, I don't know. But like I said, control what you can control. And holding on to the ball is one of those things. Don't put it into the referee's hands. Um, and we turned it over, and they recovered it, and that's whenever they, they, they drove down and went up at that point, and we, you know, we never came back from that point on. And, again, you know, I wasn't able to listen to or watch the game, uh, and uh, the, both your turnovers were fumbles? Or, uh, yes. Both fumbles? Uh, yep. But I'm sure, uh, not mentioning any young man's name, but uh, I'm sure uh, they were kind of a lecture, too, about protecting the football a little bit better. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, uh, Coach, with that, of course uh, – VC uh, goes on to defeat the Panthers last Friday night by a score of uh, twenty-six to fourteen. And uh, um, you know, uh, after that, uh, how does practice go today? And uh, uh, you know, I'm sure you looked over a lot of film and all with that past game. And uh, uh, as most coaches, you know, I'm sure, and being your first game, even though you did have a scrimmage and all, and a jamboree game. Uh, I'm sure uh, mistakes that can be corrected. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, like I told the kids after the game Friday, there's going to be some good things on film. There's going to be some bad things on film. Um, and once again, you know, we discussed it Saturday morning before we watched the film that, that you know, we can't, the kids can't be offended when we're fussing at them. We're, you know, making right. those corrections. They have to be, uh, they have to be own up to their mistakes. Um, and, that's and, coaching. And, yeah, own up to their mistakes and learn from it because, sure. you know, that's what it's all about. Um, you know, the, the, the biggest strides happen between week one and week two. That's right. Uh, for any football team. So hopefully our guys, I feel like our guys did handle it really well and came out. We had a great practice this morning. Um, so they responded well so far. Uh, I wasn't sure how they were going to do it, how they were going to respond, because it was a tough game. Uh, you know, a physical game. Our guys were hurting. 
physically and mentally after that game. Um, sure. But but we had a great morning this morning. Our guys flew around. Um, really good focus. You know, we had mistakes. Typically, that's what you're going to have on Mondays, putting in some new stuff and some, some changes here and there. But I was very pleased with our practice this morning. I feel like it was probably one of our best practices we've had since the seat, since the year started. Oh, wow. Good. Good. And uh, with that, too, uh, Coach, uh, uh, as you say, the, the mistakes that were made can be corrected, whether it be in coverage or blocking or techniques that uh, can be adhered to in that regard. So uh, hopefully uh, the Panthers uh, can clean it up, so to speak. Now, again, uh, as referenced, I wasn't able to watch or listen to uh, the game, but uh, how do uh, penalties did uh, have any uh, many penalties in the game to, uh, there, uh, since – I don't know if you can recall uh, through the course of the game what penalties might have affected some of the outcome of the game. Um, Early on, we had one or two false starts uh, that our defense kind of helped them stay on the field. Um, But that was, like I said, that was really early in the game. That might have been the very first offensive series they had. Um, And our guys settled down pretty good after that. You know, they they watched the ball and did a good job with that because VC did try to get us to jump a couple times later on in the game. Um, but our guy, like I said, they, they responded well. They did a good job after that initial series. Um, we had a couple personal fouls that, that really hurt. That like That's 15 I, yards, 15 too. 15 yards. Like I kind of mentioned earlier that going into film, I was ready to kind of chew some butt about it. Um, but All watching right. it on film, um, it, it was pretty questionable. Uh, okay. one, you know, one of them, the guy was tight roping the sideline trying to stay in, and we hit him. They said we hit him out of bounds. The other one, he was pretty much in bounds on his way out. So, uh, you know, to me it was questionable. Um, so I kind of – we just talked about being smart, being careful sure. in those situations. Well, uh, with incidents like that, you know, with close calls in that regard, and you felt, you know, watching your film uh, and a young man on your team might have hit a, a screaming eagle uh, near the sideline, wasn't necessarily out of bounds, but is that something you would maybe uh, send to the uh, head lead official in the in the district and all and say, hey, y'all need to look at this? Well, uh, we, we send the film in each week to the um, – Lafayette Official Association okay. um, and typically when we do have really bad calls we'll you know we'll mark the certain plays for them to look at um, but they, they they do just like we do as coaches they watch their film and they try to improve their craft too um, so so yeah so each week we send in the film and, and, and like I said if there's some some really bad calls we'll mark them and mention that for them to especially look at take a look at that um, but yes we absolutely do yeah and that's just something that I'm sure referees are critique just like uh other people are, and uh, with their uh, calling of the games each week, uh, come playoff time, hopefully uh, you have uh, some of the better referees in the district or the district since whatever playoff game you may play in, they bring the referees from a district that's not involved in this game. So uh, so if you would play somebody from Lake Charles, there would probably be Baton Rouge or Alexandria or yeah. HOMA officials that would come down here to do the game. Uh, and it's just uh, protocol uh, how it works. But, you know, to, you know, referees make mistakes, too, and it's not like y'all have uh, instant replay <laughs> to catch things. You know, it's kind of sad, but uh, you got to go with the flow, and hopefully uh, uh, you have some capable uh, referees during the course of the game. And uh, it, it changed a lot of outcomes, too, in games over the course of time. So I'm sure you being a coach for many years, have you seen the good and the bad come through with uh, the referees in the local district here? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, that's why, like I mentioned earlier, we tell our guys, you know, control what you control, don't put it into the referee's hands. Right. Um, and that's why it's so important to protect the football, even when even if you're going down the ground causes it, don't, don't give them that opportunity to make a bad call. Because, um, like you said, you know, throughout the years, I've, we've had some good officials, we have some really bad officials. Um, we've had some that made bad calls that benefited us and some that made bad sure. calls that hurt us. Um, sure. 
but you know just like anyone else they're out there trying to do the best they can do um and and, and you know with the shortage sure. the shortage there's not always quite as many officials as you'd like to have on a, on a game field um but but like i said those guys do they do watch film they do try to get better week in week out just like us and the kids do yeah, well, Coach, what, what what did work for you? I know Luke Landry's uh, it's his second year as a starting quarterback, I think, for the Panthers, and uh, you've got a couple of running backs. Uh, but w- what worked for y'all uh, the other night? What what did you do well? Um, we threw the ball decently, um, and our and our um, um, perimeter run was pretty good. Uh, VC did a pretty good job of plugging things up on the inside. Um, like I was talking about earlier, their technique's really good. You know, they do a good job of wrong shouldering, uh, kick out blocks, and things like that to force it back into their backers playing outside. Um, but, you know, Marcus Austin, who started for us and played the majority of the downs at running back for us, did a great job. Um, you know, in my opinion, he was the offensive player of the game for oh, us. Oh, good. Okay. Um, he had three or four catches, a little screen pass that he made into big plays. He had some really good run plays. He had, you know, I, I, I remember one towards the later in the game where he pushed the pile about 10, 12 yards and busted out, um, especially for a little small guy like he is. He, you know, he played a great game. Um, like I said, Luke threw the ball pretty well um, at times. He, you know, at times he, he made some young mistakes. He kind of locked in on receivers, which we talked about. And I think he'll, you know, I think he'll continue to improve week in, week out. It was just week one, um, you know, first full game, first first real live bullets. Even in Jamboree, you know, things kind of happen quick, and you sure. get in, you get out. Um, but no, I was very pleased with 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 his play, with with the running back, with Marcus's play at running back. Um, you know, overall, I was pleased with all our guys. I, I felt like we did have some mistakes here and there that that we need to clean up. Um, but you know, I felt like they played hard and and they gave it all they had. Um, so, I, you know, I was pleased offensively with the way we played. Now, what would you like to see? What do you need to maybe work on a little bit more? Anything uh, in particular or you saw that uh, can be improvements can be made with the Panthers? Uh, we need to start faster. Um, you know, the way we started off really, in my opinion, wasn't very good. In anyone's opinion, wasn't very good turning the ball over in the first offensive play. Sure. Um, but even defensively, you know, we, we let them drive down and score. You know, overall as a team, we didn't, we didn't start that game off the right way okay um, after that like I said we picked it up both sides of the ball the rest of the first half I mean the defense pretty much shut them down the rest of the first half um and and we need to do a better job of hydrating before the game okay you uh, had a lot of cramping we had, issues we had a lot of cramping issues really? okay um, you know we, we've talked about it throughout the whole season so far um but you know it, it, it's tough because we can't go home with them and make sure they're drinking at night so you sure. know I think the kids understand now how important that really is um, so we're going to push for them to, to do a better job of that. And, and, you know, we're going to provide some things for them at school to help with that. Um, but, you know, that, that's a big part of it. I felt like our conditioning really wasn't an issue. It was more that, that prep work, that hydration prep work. And I think, you know, I think our guys are going to do a better job this week. We've already talked about it, discussed it multiple times. Um, and that's, you know, the, that's the biggest thing to start fast and, and prepare your body for the seat, for the game. Okay, and with that, of course, uh, the Panthers uh, take on a triple-A school out of Baton Rouge as Parkview Baptist comes to town Friday night. Kane Radio will be there. Uh, uh, pre-game will be anywhere between uh, 6.30 and about 20 to 7 with the kickoff at 7 o'clock as the Panthers take on the Eagles of Parkview Baptist in a big uh, game and uh, playing up. Hopefully, maybe you can score some nice uh, power points, is, uh, I think, uh, uh, in that because they're a AAA school. If, yeah, so, uh, so we'll get two bonus points for playing them. Yeah, so uh, anyway, should be an interesting game. Anyway, time to take our first break here. You're listening to Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. We'll be back with more with the CHS Coaches Show 
right after this. BNL Engine Service is in need of two diesel technicians who are experienced in repairing and servicing 18-wheelers. You must have your own tools, transportation, and a clean driving record. Pay is dependent upon experience. Benefits include employee health care, holiday pay, and vacation pay. Call 337-365-2111 for more information. Once again, call 337-365-2111. Catholic High School is dedicated to the development of 4th through 12th grade students through academic excellence and Christ-centered values rooted in caring discipline, compassion, and zeal. CHS offers a variety of classes to serve all students, including band, photography, dual enrollment college credit courses, as well as 14 sports for male and female students. Call us today for your personal tour and visit www.chspanthers.com for more details. At Sester Wealth, our goal is simple. We want to help you define, reach, and exceed your financial goals. Using our processes, we prepare clients for both the expected and unexpected life brings us. No one can predict the future, but we can certainly help prepare for it at Sester Wealth. For all that we expect in life and what we don't expect in life, we strive to prepare clients for all life has to offer. So for all life has to offer, contact Bert Sester and Jenny Vize at Sester Wealth. Securities offered through Triad Advisors, LLC, member of FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through GWM Advisors, a registered investment advisor. GWM Advisors and Sester Wealth are separate entities from Triad Advisors, LLC. This ranch is not about cattle or animals. We're talking about plants and much, much more. That's the Landscape Ranch right here in New Iberia. You can find all sorts of plants such as annuals, palm trees, and container trees, as well as a variety of chemicals and fertilizers to keep them healthy. Locally owned, they provide bulk materials such as sand, soil, limestone, rock, and they'll deliver right to your doorstep. While you're there, you can visit their lobby. You'll find gifts provided by local artists. The Landscape Ranch, located where Jefferson Terrace meets Main Street. Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry, along with head football coach uh, uh, Matt Desimo here on Kane Radio. And coach, uh, big game coming up this Friday. As I mentioned um, earlier in the broadcast, that uh, Kane Radio will be there this coming uh, Friday, uh, taking on the uh, Parkview Baptist Eagles. Uh, of course, um, Catholic High played them last year. I think we'll beat maybe 20 to 7, 20 to 6, something like that. It was something like they might have been 21-7. It was somewhere Yeah, right somewhere in there, that though. vicinity. Anyway, uh, could you tell us a little bit about the uh, about Parkview Baptist AAA team? Uh, pretty good football team, too. Yeah, they are. They're 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 very well coached. Um, they play some good football. Um, they're they're pretty good, pretty big um, up front. They have good size, probably bigger than VC was. Um, it's hard to really tell whenever they're playing teams that we're not. You know, we don't really know their measurables. Um, but they they you know offensively and defensively they do a lot of different things. Um, offensively, they're very multiple. Um, they'll play you know ten personnel, eleven personnel. 21, 20, um, they don't do a lot of 12 personnel, double tights, but they'll do a little bit of that too. Um, so they're very, very multiple. They throw the ball and run the ball pretty balanced. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what that is, but I'm sure if I asked Coach O, he could give me the exact breakdown uh, percentage-wise. All right. But uh, but they're pretty balanced, and, and they do some some really good things. Their quarterback's a good athlete. He runs pretty well. Um, I don't think he's quite the, the, the runner that the kid from from uh, BC was. Okay. Um, but uh, he has probably has more weapons around him. Okay. On the offensive side, um, and defensively, <clears throat> they played some different fronts throughout the throughout their the three films that we have on them. Um, so we're expect we're expecting for us probably mostly a four two five or a three three stack. Um, they right. did play some five down against uh, Lakeshore, but they were running wing T. So 
we don't expect to get that look. Um, and they played some different coverages, some man coverage and some different zones in the back and cover four, some cover three. Um, so, so we're kind of preparing for some different things. Uh, they also they do bring some, some pressure. They'll blitz a, a decent bid, and they'll do some stunts up front, um, probably not quite as much as VC did in the blitz game. But, you know, so we're preparing for all those different things. Um, yeah, so, so we're prepared for whatever they come out in. Well, and I'm sure you see some tendencies. Uh, you don't want to let out any secrets, but I'm sure some tendencies you might see with what they run out of certain formations and all. And that comes into play, too, uh, as your kids get them. As they see a, a set, you know, they can react and, uh, instead of thinking yeah, uh, to what they see. So they'll have, they'll have favorite players out of different formations and things like that. We spend more time on it and kind of talk with the kids about um, you know, in different formations, different personnel groups, even the same personnel, same similar formations, but someone's a little bit wider here or a little bit tighter there. We'll have some different, you know, some different ideas of what they might be doing with that. Yeah. So, uh, and like you said, uh, anybody in particular, uh, their offensive sets, uh, as you mentioned, uh, they'll get into a lot, of, lot from the shotgun or mostly under center. Uh, They're mostly shotgun. Um, okay. From what, I, from what I've seen, like I don't watch as much offense as I do sure. with defense. Um, Coach O and, and the defensive guys watch a lot more of their offense than I do, but but it looks like they're mostly shotgun. Okay, and, uh, of course, they'll come out in, a, in some different sets and all, as you mentioned, uh, with, uh, I'm sure, three wide receivers, uh, uh, d- tight double tight end sets, uh, things of that nature and all. And uh, uh, so it's a game uh, just as uh, we're going to be broadcasting again uh, to our listening audience. We'll be doing that game Friday night over at Panther Stadium. So uh be interesting to see how uh, things work out for the Panthers, too. Triple uh, A ball club, but uh, I'm sure they're looking forward to the kids uh, want to correct those mistakes they've made and uh, get after it, so to speak, uh, come Friday night up at Panther Stadium. Uh, with that, anybody out there uh, that may be our fans uh, uh, with the regards to the uh, – of course, you're watching them mostly defensively. Anybody uh, – and do they have maybe a few players that might go both ways? Uh, like they, uh, VC did, they definitely do. I'm not. I'm not a big personnel guy. You know, okay. as an offensive coach, it's not. It's not as important to know the different numbers who are okay. doing different things. We do. We. You know, I do keep an eye on certain things. But um, like I said, I, I know if Coach O was in here, he could give you some better answers to that. Okay. But I do number. Do know number eight. I'm not sure what his name is, is. Is a really good player. He plays running back and linebacker slash strong safety for him. Um, so he's one of those guys that does go both ways. Um, he, he's a pretty good little player for him. Um, and there, I know there's a few other guys that play both ways, probably not quite as many as BC had, um, but, but they definitely have some. Okay, and, uh, of course, uh, as you mentioned, you watch mostly film, uh, watching the defense. Coach O is doing mostly uh, watching the, the uh, offense for uh, Parkview Baptist. And uh, with that, uh, you mentioned a few of their sets. Uh, sets excuse me. Uh, with regards, th- any idea? You said, that well, they'll come with a four-man front, a 4-2-5, basically, uh, uh, and then uh, I guess on short yardage situations, uh, will they? You feel they'll load the box with six or seven, eight players. So that that's one of the things that that's kind of tough as an offensive guy is that you you got to hope that they play someone that's similar to you the previous week, so you can have a pretty good idea how they're going to line up. Um, and in the last two weeks, they have we've had pretty decent film. Uh, they played Franklinton in their jamboree, which formationally is probably more similar to us, but they don't throw the ball. They okay. they run the ball all the time, so they played a four down pretty much the whole time against them. And then Dunham, Dunham's a little more balanced. They throw the ball probably a little more than they run it, but Dunham's all ten personnel, so they're all they're all four wide receivers. Um, yeah. So against them, they played a three three stack primarily. So, like I said, I have a feeling we'll probably get a mixture of those two things. Um, 
because we're we're kind of in between those two teams. So so I think that we'll probably get some four down, some three down, depending on our personnel sets. I saw uh, they beat Franklinton. I want to say like fourteen nothing. Maybe, and I'm not sure how what the Dunham score was, but I think they did win that game. Yes, the Dunham score was Dunham. like 52-49 yeah, or something. It was yeah. a shootout. Okay. And, uh, of course, uh, Dunham, the Panthers are familiar with over the years. We've played them, in a, whether it be in baseball or football uh, action, so over the years. But uh, in the meantime, uh, Coach, uh, big game uh, Friday night. And it would be nice to get off on a good note now. And, and I'm sure the kids, like I said, are excited about uh, looking forward to that. Uh, anything else? Uh, Injury situation, I asked you off the air. Uh, kids were in pretty good shape uh, injury-wise. Not many, no major issues, so to speak. The bumps and bruises are there. Yeah, nothing really new. Um, you know, we made it out of that game. Uh, for the most part, pretty pretty healthy. Uh, we do have we do have one probable concussion, um, Karan Eugene, who's a freshman who plays some special teams. All um, right. So, but hopefully he'll be back, you know, within a week, uh, depending on how how severe it is. But other than that, you know, everybody was at practice this morning. Everyone was re- good to go, running around. Um, nothing, nothing serious for sure. Uh, you know, some bumps and bruises, like like you always have to after a football sure, game. Sure, sure. Um, but but you know, nothing new besides that. All right. Anyway, I'm sure the. Uh uh, your team's looking forward to play on the home field finally. You know, uh, this year after uh, you scrimmaged on the road, you played your first uh, Jamboree game on the road. So I'm sure they're happy to be home uh, this coming Friday night as they take on Parkview Baptist, the Eagles, in a non-district encounter. And uh, with that, uh, of course, uh, the Eagles uh, have had some success in the last few years. But uh, anyway, uh, Panthers, I'm sure, looking forward to a coach like you are to be home and uh, the kids uh, – can enjoy that uh, their first game of the season here at Panther Stadium on uh, Friday night. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's it's always fun to be at home. Um, and like you said, I actually didn't even didn't even register to me. We've we've been away all three weeks so far. That's right. Um, so you know, our guys are going to be excited playing in front of the home crowd, having you know family friends all there. Um, I'm sure we'll have more of a student section, even though VC wasn't that far away. We had we had a good, pretty good showing there. Um, so I know our kids will be excited about being at home, but but you know, it's just it's just another game. Um, sure. Each week, each week's an important one because it's the next one. Uh, and I know our guys are ready to go. Like I said, we had a great practice this morning. The guys have already responded well from from the loss last week and in the corrections in film. Um, so so yep, I know they're excited. I know they're ready to go, and it should be a good one. Yeah, coach. With, with that, you know, like when you have a holiday like this, you mentioned off the air, you let the seniors decide, uh, and they wanted to go this morning instead of this afternoon. Uh, with that, like tomorrow, Wednesday, uh, how light do you go Thursday before a Friday night game? Um, Thursday, we go in just helmets. It's more of a, a run-through type practice. Um, it's a mental day more than anything else. You know, it's a, it's a big-time special teams day. We spend a lot of time on special teams, um, and we spend a lot less time on, on offense and defense than we normally would. Um, but we do still do some some offensive and defensive scripts. Um, you know, defense, we typically see their, their favorite plays, um, favorite right. formations, things like that, run some team script, um, offensively run through our opening script, um, our 10 plays that we script, you know, for the first 10 plays of the game. All right. Make sure our guys know what's going on. And then we go over some, you know, some special plays and our two-point plays and, and certain situational type stuff. Okay. All right. Anyway, time to take our next break here on the CHS Coaches Show. You're listening uh, in on FM 107.5 and AM 1240. We'll be back with more. Stick with us right after this. 
From the Kawasaki Ninja Sports Bikes to the Kawasaki Jet Ski Watercraft, Kawasaki and Romero Power Sports makes it easier than ever to put yourself on your dream machine. Right now, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki are offering their lowest payments of the year on all Kawasaki vehicles. Choose from the great lineup of Kawasaki motorcycles, ATVs, watercraft mule utility vehicles, and the Terex lineup of SUVs. Whatever you need, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki offer great prices, financing, and the famous Romero service after the sale. Kawasaki and Romero's Power Sports, let the good times roll at 900 South Lewis Street in New Iberia. Times are tough right now for small businesses, but as a small business owner, you're pretty tough too. In case you needed a reminder, you started your own business. And while there's certainly more challenges ahead, the UPS store is always here to help. Should your small business need any ing, we're ready with every ing. Printing, mailboxing, notarizing, whatever ing we can do. The UPS Store. Every ing for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store franchise locations are independently owned and operated. Services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. Looking for a quick and easy no-hassle loan? Look no longer and go visit Sherlow or Ruby at Allstate Credit. The good folks at Allstate Credit are willing to help you with a small loan. They will treat you as a special and personable customer because they've been serving New Iberia for almost a half a century. So stress no longer. Come visit Sherlow or Ruby at Allstate Credit at 1112 Center Street or call them at 364-4538. Allstate Credit all the time. Hi, I'm Corey Averick, co-owner of R&R Glassworks. We specialize in auto and truck glass repair and replacement, window motors, and frameless shower doors. We also handle plexiglass and storefront repair and replacement. Give us a call at 365-9311 or come by and see us at 1006D 20 Orpit Road in New Iberia. So for all your glass needs, remember R&R Glassworks. Thank you and God bless. Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry, along with head football coach uh, Matt Desimo. And coach, uh, uh, big game Friday night. Uh, good luck to you. I know uh, uh, I know the fans are looking forward to seeing the Panthers play at home for a time being. As we both mentioned, you know, you've been on the road uh, for the last three weeks. Anyway, coach, I know there's a lot of the things uh, – that uh, goes on at school, and uh, I guess I'm attack you a little bit to see, uh, you know, volleyball, cross country. They got other sports getting underway, and don't know if they had meets yet or what's taking place with uh, some of those uh, sporting teams at Catholic High. But uh, uh, what's going on uh, in some of those other sports? Yeah, um, you know, first for football, besides our varsity game on Friday against Parkview, we have a JV game at Abbey, um, at JH Williams against Abbeville tomorrow. Um, at 6 o'clock, and we also have a middle school jamboree on Saturday at STM. I'm not sure the exact times they start, but our 5th and 6th and 7th and 8th grade both play against um, uh, what's that new, the new church in uh, Lafayette, I'm trying to think. St. Pius. They both okay. play against St. Oh, Pius. Oh, St. Pius, okay. Um, so that, that's who they're playing their jamboree. Um, as far as volleyball goes, they got, they've gotten off to a pretty good start, um, which is not surprising. Coach, Coach Gary does a great job with them, and those girls work hard. Um, they're off to a five and one start. Um, their only loss was to ESA in five sets. Um, it was it was a tight one. Um, looking at the scores, I didn't I didn't personally see it. Um, but and ESA predominantly is one of the best volleyball programs in the area. Period. Yep, year in, in year statement. Out. So that was that was that looked like it must have been a great game. Um, we lost in five, and then the other five wins uh, were in tournaments in one other regular game. We were all sweeps. Uh, they didn't lose one. They didn't drop one set in those games. So, so they're playing well right now. Um, they got a busy week this week. They play Edie White tomorrow, who's who's a really good team. I think Edie White might have won state last year in their division. All right. Um, either they won state, or they're in the state finals. 
Um, they play North Vermillion on Wednesday and then Highland Baptist on Thursday. So E.D. White and North Vermillion are both at home and Highlands um, at Highland. Okay. And uh, with volleyball, uh, of course, and the p- people, listeners have to r- recall that with volleyball, not every school plays volleyball. So sometimes those districts are really changed up a lot. You know, you might have a single-A school in that district or a triple-A school due to the fact that not all schools play volleyball. Yeah, so so volleyball is a divisional sport, so kind of like soccer and um, and a couple others. But I can't think of off the top yeah, of my head. Yeah, volleyball, but, soccer, but volleyball, and soccer, there's a couple other yeah. maybe uh, – uh, with powerlifting and things like yeah, that. Yeah, power, powerlifting's not even divisional. There's less it's yeah. by regions and all that. But uh, but yeah, so volleyball is divisional. So they take you know kind of like they do with the classifications, but they take all the volleyball playing schools in there. Let's just say there's a hundred of them, and they break it into four different divisions. Well, there'll be twenty five in each division. So yeah. so it is kind of kind of different. Um, so they're not even really. I don't know what their I don't know what their district is. They're not okay. District Eight Two A like we are in football, basketball, and baseball. That's right. And uh, you know, we think about it. It's also other sports, uh, not only swimming and golf and sports like that. That not everybody or high school has a team like that. So yep. the districts are really broken up a lot too. Yep. Um, so you know, other than that, other than volleyball and football, we also have cross country going on right now. Um, I know that uh, coach uh, Coach Brian Moody took took four middle schoolers this past weekend to go to a meet to run a relay. I'm not sure how they did, uh, but I also believe our first uh, varsity meet is going to be this weekend, this coming weekend, the Sorgen Memorial at Acadiana Park. Um, so, so that's coming up. So, they, you know, I've been seeing the girls running, the girls and guys running, you know, after school, sometimes in the mornings before school, um, preparing for their season. So I think, like I said, I think that's going to be the first, the first meet that our varsity goes to on Saturday. Um, so I know they've been working hard, so hopefully they go out there and they, you know, they have a good showing for themselves, whether they end up placing overall as long as their PRs are better. You know, that's really what matters. Um, and then on the same note, swim, I believe their first swim meets tomorrow. It's at the Roby Show Center. Um, I don't think they have had one yet, but I know we have a few, a few kids that are swimming. Um, so once again, you know, like, like I just said with cross country, it's not always necessarily about, you know, other people's times. It's about sure. improving. Um, cause that's one of those things about track, cross country, swim, those types of sports is that, you know, you have competition, but you're always competing with yourself too. So hopefully right. our kids go out there and perform well, you know, for themselves, whether they come out first or not, you know, as long as they're PR and that's really what matters. Anyway, with that, uh, uh, of course, uh, there, I know there are some other things uh, going on in Catholic High. I don't mean to cut you off, but uh, any other activities taking place at school? Um, we're going to have our first pep rally this Friday for the, for the home football game. Um, so, you know, that's going on. What time does that usually take place? That usually starts right around 2 o'clock. Okay. Um, All right. 2 or 2.15. Last period. In other words, last period in the day. Uh, well, it oh, is the last of the day, but we shorten, they shorten okay. all the class periods. Okay. Um, to where that's every, a sixth or seventh period in school, something Yeah, so like that. That we have seven classes each day, so they'll shorten each class by about 10 minutes. Okay. You know, 8, and, eight to 10 minutes to where. It's, it's in the uh, Father Dish, uh, Monsignor Dish the, gym? I'm about 99% sure. If, okay. if it's not, I'll be surprised. <laughs> um, I haven't been confirmed of that, I but I, I'm pretty sure that's where not it's going to be. Not planning to tax your memory or anything. Yeah. Um, and we also have our golf tournament, our football golf tournament coming up um, on October 21st. Um, you know, we're still looking for sponsorships and teams to play in it. If anyone's interested, you know, you can go to GoBigRed.com. All right. Um, you know, to, to sign up, to jo- make a team, or to become a sponsor and all that stuff. Um, that supports the football program, all our kids from, and from that's fifth usually, grade through that, 12th that grade. And that helps uh, dress your kids out, too, yep, with the absolutely. money's raised from there, which – which a lot of people don't realize the cost effective. I mean, with regards to putting a uniform and a young man uh, in football, probably run you six, seven, eight hundred, even a thousand dollars. If I can recall, if you're including helmets, absolutely. 
Yeah. Um, and, you know, helmets, you got to get them reconditioned every two years. Yeah, you told me that. Um, not even real. I, yep. I can understand recondition them, but uh, every two years, that, that can get expensive, yeah, too. It is. I mean, it, you know. It, you'd probably be better off buying a new helmet. Mm, so, I don't know about no, that. I, okay. I don't know about that. All right. Uh, uh, is but, there still, do y'all buy from one particular uh, uh, helmet company? Yeah, we typically get Rydell's. Okay. Um, that, that's, you know, that's kind of the go-to. Um, I feel like that's, you know, one of the best brands and, and one of the best um value in in the brand uh, right. value in the in the product um because they have other types of types of helmets that are really really expensive okay i'm um, not saying that they're not good helmets but whenever you're talking about one thousand to fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars a helmet you know if you have 65 kids on the team that's that, that's tough um, yeah but no, like the the Rydells, you know, you see a lot of college kids wearing the, okay. the speed flexes, and, and even the NFL we, players wearing. You know, those. Uh, I know the LSU Tigers earlier this year they had some kind of way they had air conditioning in their helmets. I wonder if they had might have been a little too air conditioned uh, 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 last night <laughs> in mm-hmm. that game. <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't know. That's expensive, I guess, to put air conditioning in a helmet. I would think. I mean, it's definitely I just, something I, that I, I don't. don't I, I know that's something we couldn't afford at Catholic High, um, but. <laughs> But uh, but no, I mean you know helmet, all, all that stuff is expensive. I mean jerseys, it's like a hundred dollars for oh, wow. each, each piece, pretty much. You know you have really? four pieces, so it's four hundred dollars a set, basically, if not more. Um, yeah, because you have red and white uh, jerseys, and you're gonna have maybe red and red white, and white pants. pants, and uh, wow, wow, yeah, that's uh, surprising in that regard. So uh, and and but do y'all outfit them with shoes, or they buy their own shoes? They buy their own shoes. Do, yeah. do you have a pre? Uh, you kind of uh, hard on them. Let's all get uh, red shoes. Now let's not have uh, purple shoes. No, I mean they're they're. You know we push for them to get school color shoes. Okay. But I, you know right. I'm not a, I'm not a big you know team team shoe kind of guy because I know some okay. kids like different things. Some kids feet you know fit differently uh-huh. in different types. I of I can't shoes, remember so. if uh, when I was in school they bought the shoes or not. I know they bought. Uh, basketball, they bought the basketball shoes, but football sco- shoes have to be a little more expensive today than what they were probably uh, in my day. Yep. <laughs> anyway, Coach, I don't know if you have anything else for our listening audience before we go to our uh, – uh, go ahead and call the show. Nope, I think that's about it. Okay, anyway, Coach, big game Friday night. Take on Parkview uh, Baptist. Uh, the Eagles out at Panther Stadium. Uh, uh, kickoff will be approximately 7 o'clock. Of course, they have activities, you know, some tailgating out there for the Panther uh, alums and fans. And also, uh, anyway, I'm sure tickets are available. Uh, or you get out to school and buy your ticket or buy your ticket at the gate uh, in that regard. So uh, what what are the costs, uh, uh, 7 8 $10 for a uh, ticket? I think it's going to be $7. I know for district they're going to be 7 $7. And then with uh, regards to uh, student IDs, get in the students. Yes, so all. students get in for free Okay, until, and, until playoffs. Okay. Anyway, Coach, good luck to you. A Friday night big game taken on Parkview Baptist. See if the Panthers can't bring home a big win for you in that regard. Elsewhere, of course, uh, the CHS Coaches Show is brought to you in part by Gulf America Wild Rope, Romero's Power Sports, Sestra Wealth Management, The Landscape Ranch, Freeman's Furniture, Allstate Credit, Ornor Glass, Hennigan Team Dentistry, the UPS Store, Catholic High School, Mustin Patu, Integrity Rentals, BNL Engine Repair, Gulf Marine, Action Specialties, HMC Farms, uh, Senate Campaign, Dr. Seth Rosenswig Group, EP Bro, United Fire and Safety, Swing Insurance, Stepco Products, Colder CPAs, HIS Fire and Safety, and Musso's Investment Group. With that, we'll say good night and God bless. 
Freeman's Food and Furniture has been locally owned and operated since 1941. With their 18,000 square foot showroom floor, Freeman's Furniture Store is certain to have what you're looking for. Need a comfortable mattress? Tempur-Pedic and Sealy are like no other, and they're only available at Freeman's. With 60-month interest-free financing, you couldn't sleep better. Freeman's Food and Furniture Complex, located on the corner of Hopkins and Admiral Doyle Drive, right here in New Iberia. Visit Freeman's soon. Hi, my name is Dr. Abigail Hennigan-Daly, and I'm so excited to share that I've partnered with my dad at Hennigan Team Dentistry. My roots are here in Iberia Parish. I grew up in the practice, and I'm a Catholic Eye alumni. Being able to come home and serve the people of Iberia Parish and the surrounding areas is a dream come true and a complete honor. Allow me to continue the tradition by caring for and uniting with you to develop a beautiful, healthy smile. Call our office today at 364-2156 and schedule an appointment. We look forward to hearing from you. Catholic High School is dedicated to the development of 4th through 12th grade students through academic excellence and Christ-centered values rooted in caring discipline, compassion, and zeal. CHS offers a variety of classes to serve all students, including band, photography, dual enrollment college credit courses, as well as 14 sports for male and female students. Call us today for your personal tour and visit www.chspanthers.com for more details. BNL Engine Service is in need of two diesel technicians who are experienced in repairing and servicing 18-wheelers. You must have your own tools, transportation, and a clean driving record. Pay is dependent upon experience. Benefits include employee health care, holiday pay, and vacation pay. Call 337-365-2111 for more information. Once again, call 337-365-2111. 